This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record, the Rwandri Woiwurrung people. We also acknowledge the neighbouring Kulin Nation groups, the Bunwurrung and Bunurong people, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. We also extend that respect to any other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities who may be listening today. Hello everyone, welcome back to another fabulous episode of Glitter and Gold, the original Steps podcast. We are the first podcast dedicated to discussing the legacy of Steps, the UK's biggest mixed gender pop group of all time. We are back for season two, our Steptacular season. I am your host Shane and I am joined by my two damsels in distress. He is also 100 degrees in the shade, it's Scott, and he's calling out for someone to hear his SOS, SOS. Brad. <laughs> Hello, boys. Nice to see you. How are you all? How's your summer of love going? Amazing. Hello. Welcome back. Happy New Year. We, th- we can still say that. It's February yeah. now, but we can still say Only Happy just, New Year. Only just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long, long yeah, yeah. year, Lemon. Yep, yep. It has. It has. <laughs> it's, it's awesome to be back and awesome to see you both. Absolutely. It's, it's been nice. It's been nice to have a little bit of break, you know, see family and friends and to try and Obviously, we all love steps, but to have a bit of a break mentally, I guess, to, you know, disengage. But as you'll soon find out, steps weren't going to let that happen. No, they were not. Be back soon. On the 26th of December last year, triggered us all. I know that triggered me. Yeah, I was like, my eye was twitching. I was like, oh. But, you know, I think, what were they saying? What was the, the rumbles in the fans? It was to, like, reclaim that narrative, I guess. Steps dropping bad news on the 26th of December. There was a lot of theories yeah. over that, that post. <laughs> oh my God, there was such a... <laughs> bad... Some of the things I was reading, I was like, people have wild imaginations, but you know. Some of the things the three of us were saying in our own chat group. Hello, come on. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's return of the fan fiction era, I thought. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Um, yeah, but no, good to be back. We've had, you know, it's obviously summer here in Australia, so we've all been having a bit of a summer of love. Amen. And just, you know, just having a good old time. Scott, you had a little cheeky dance to the Freemasons the other week who are oh my God. in Melbourne or in Australia for a, a moment or two. Yeah, and I actually met... Or F9, um, we Ru- F9, yeah, so I met... I saw the Freemasons on Friday just gone. It was just Russell who came out. Russell, who's also in Fats and Small. Uh, so oh. he came out and did a set. Yeah, he did a set at the Emerson in Melbourne. And I, me and my friend that I was with, we love the Freemasons. So we actually met him beforehand and he was so nice. And what I um, completely forgot until... Shout out to Lee from Claire Richard Central. I had forgotten that he goes by the alias F9 and he was the one that yeah. did the 100 Years of Winter remix and I completely forgot. Oh, Scott. And then I, I, and I was like, I talked to him about the Kylie mix, of course, like the one is one of my all-time favourites and Heartbreak Made Me a Dancer, of course, as well. And then I saw him again on... But, but not... I know, I, I, well, I saw... I remembered the next day, I then actually saw him again on the Sunday just gone 
because he did a free set at the Emerson and my friend who I went with on Friday was like, we have to go. So we went again and he probably saw us and goes, oh my God, who are the two <laughs> guys are back again. Stalker. And I was like, I want to say something to him, but I thought, you know what? I don't want to be that guy. So I left it. But um, yes, I can say I saw the 100 Years of Hitmaker F9 remix Russell Small <laughs> in in the flesh. And it was amazing. I'm just disappointed. You needed to bring some of that Brad 2023 energy and just like corner him and just ask him about <laughs> sugar, the stems. Sugar babes vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like ask him, to, ask him to give you the stems. I want the stems. We love a self-aware queen. I love that Brad. Hey, um, just to link a really small link there to back to steps from what you just said, Scott, you mentioned heartbreak. Make me a dancer. Sophie Ellis Bexter, you know, was steps support act for their What the Future Holds tour, I'm going to talk about Sophie now because while this is a Steps podcast, we're all so fans of Sophie Ellis Bexter here and she's having a renaissance at the moment or as David Lim from Ryback right Acha has coined a Sophie-sance um, and I'm obsessed with it. She's like 20 million monthly listeners on Spotify now, number seven on the ARIA charts, number two on the UK charts, number 51 on the Billboard charts. That's going up. Like oh, it going, went up again. It's gone up again, yeah. Um, I know this is a Steps podcast, like I just said, but I'm so obsessed with this Sophie Ellis Bexter stuff that's happening. We don't need to talk too much about it, but I just needed to... It's worth a mention. Shane, you say that this is a Steps podcast. Last year, it was a Steps and Delta Goodrum podcast. And a Sugar Babes. Yep. And a and Sugar Babes podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're going to reel it in this year, guys. We're going to reel it in. <laughs> going to focus just... But can I just say, when is Lisa Scott Lee going to have her salt burn oh. moment? I want oh, Electric yes. to go viral. We need to manifest that in 2024. I want a horror movie, like another Saw movie, where someone gets electrocuted to the tune of Electric. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Oh, wow. T- taking Touch Me, I'm Electric to the next level. Shall we get on with the episode because it's our first birthday this episode so we've got some stuff to talk about but before that let's do some news and Bradley I'm gonna go to you at the at the studio <laughs> uh, look before we do start I just want to quickly acknowledge the passing of photographer Joseph Sinclair uh, he was behind the imagery for Claire's euphoria campaign as well as many Claire and Lisa photo shoots throughout the years our thoughts are with his partner Ryan family and his friends yeah he I don't think a lot of people knew he was the one of, yeah, he did all the euphoria imagery, but he also did the electric imagery yeah. for Lisa as well. So, very sad. Very sad indeed. Sending our thoughts and prayers and love to his family. Yeah. It's always... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Moving on to the band into slightly more positive territory. Lisa, I'm calling the segment Weave Watch. I don't know if it'll last... <laughs> Love but it. Lisa is still rocking the hair extensions that I love so, so much. I think it's because it reminds me of being a teenager again. Like, that long, wavy brown with blonde highlight hair. So, Lisa, if you're listening, please keep it. I love it. In other news, her brother Ant has also announced that he's back in the studio producing new songs for Lisa to record. So, hopefully we'll get LSL 2 at some point in the future. I think we're going to get it. Maybe an EP. I think an EP might be more realistic. I'd be happy for her to just do some dance tracks, like even if it's just like with certain DJs. Like I think that's what she suits so well. I think she could do really well down that route. But yeah, that Ant post that he did, it was very. It was he just said it and just was like, okay, it's gonna happen. It's happening. I could see like you know like a, a Danny Minogue moment. Like you know how you know how every now and again she comes back with like a a feature somewhere like. Lisa, just get on it. New single tomorrow mm. at the time of recording. With an yeah. Aussie DJ, Ortone, who yeah. used to be part mm-hmm. of the Oxford Hustlers. Tim Sims. 
<laughs> I'll explain to you later. <laughs> tips, tips. Okay, now on to H. He's coming for Claire's Queen of the Game Show's crown. Mm-hmm. He's done a week of appearances on House of Games on BBC Two, and he also appeared with Claire on The Weakest Link Couples, where she voted him off. He was so dirty on this when she so voted him. So funny. She was, he was so dirty on that. Whilst um, we are on the topic of H and Claire, I was actually watching uh, Lingo during the holidays. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the episode that H and Claire did. It's a, it's a game show hosted by RuPaul in the UK. It's kind of like, oh, it's basically yes. just Wordle. I remember this. I remember this um, being advertised on the socials, but I've never actually seen the episode. Is it good? Yeah. So I watched it. They're not very good in it, but I got an interesting H and Claire. No, I got an interesting RuPaul and Steps anecdote. So RuPaul was first introduced to Steps by hearing "Last Thing on My Mind" in a cl- nightclub in Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that, so RuPaul says that in the episode. Yeah, yeah, he does. And does he elaborate more on that, or just just when he says it? He thought it was a banger. <laughs> well, that's why it was one of his lip sync for your life songs in UK Drag Race season three, episode five. I think it, no, episode seven or eight. Not that you remember off the top of your head. Between Tace and Ellie Diamond. Anyway, oh, wow, <laughs> not that I remember. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting because I mean. You assume that the producers kind of choose the songs. And to be honest, I mean, I know that you boys love Lasting on My Mind, but I was always a little bit like, oh, I would have chosen one for Sorrow or Deeper Shade. But it does make more sense now why Lasting on My Mind was chosen. So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. But Asian Claire should not go on Lingo again, is all I'll say there. So, alongside being on Lingo and The Weakest Link with H, Claire did a fashion segment during this morning and also appeared on The Masked Singer Masked Cast, which is the official Masked Singer UK podcast. Could you tell I used to have a lisp? That was hard. You did well. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Oh, thank you, sweetie. (laughs) Uh, On the music side of things, her next singing gig is Back to the 2000s at Butlin's Minehead on the 23rd of this month. Uh, however, her first big challenge of the year was conquering her first dry January. I didn't see any, like, February 1st, I passed, here's some Chardonnay, but Claire, I hope that you uh, managed to get through it successfully. We failed. Yes, because Claire, I, I, yeah, we <laughs> definitely failed that if that was what we were supposed to do. <laughs> we have not followed your lead. <laughs> Uh, Also, uh, I think, Scott, you found this. In a recent press article, Claire commented that we're still in the glow of euphoria and it went so well, we all love doing it, so there'll be more of that. Could Mm. we see Euphoria Part 2? Claire, I have a playlist. (laughs) Just hit me up. I reckon we will. Based on the interview with, like, Steve, they've got probably, like, another 10 or so songs that have been recorded. So, on to Faye. She was on episode 11 of Robson Green's Weekend Escapes, which aired in mid-January, but I think if you're lucky, it still may be on YouTube. It was a cute little um, episode. She uh, talks about why she moved to Newcastle. She did a little bit of rock climbing. I think they got a massage at one point. And then they just happened to go line dancing and happened to do 5678. As you do. The staple for line dancing nowadays. Lastly, we have Lee, who had his birthday on the 28th of Jan. His episode of Celebrity Mastermind airs on the 2nd of Feb. But I'm most excited about the 5678 method. We haven't heard about it in a while, but we know he trademarked it last year. So I have a feeling we're going to hear more about it later this year. And I can't wait to work out with Lee. I think I want to do that for 25 years. So looking forward to it. <laughs> Scott. What are our steps combined news? Alrighty. Well, first of all, should just to add to Claire, at, 
it's the 1st of February today when we're recording and it is the 5th anniversary of My Wildest Dreams oh, today. Yes. Yeah. So happy five years to that album. But Steps, they said to us that, oh, we're going to take a break. It's going to be a bit quiet. Not much is going on. Well, they were lying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. Big time. Mm. We, I mean, last year when we were celebrating the 25th anniversary of Step 1, we on the podcast were always manifesting the vinyl hard. And, you know, the anniversary came and went and there was no mention of a vinyl. And we honestly thought, like, what is going on? Maybe it isn't coming. And then what was it? It was like a a week before Christmas. Yeah, literally right as we released the episode. They just dropped... The bombshell of not only are we getting Step On on vinyl, but we are also getting Steptacular and Buzz on vinyl. All of them come in three different formats. So there is the Steps Swirl, the Neon, and is it? How do you say that? Zoetrope. 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 Thank you. And it will be released on this month, twenty third of February. Yeah, that's so. I, I mean, look, you know. <laughs> I happened to be awake when that news dropped. You were both asleep. Um, And so I'm just like, I think I sent in capital letters to maybe you both in the chat going, wake up now, wake up right now. Um, And and then literally I was just like, oh, I think I need nine versions of this done. And like suddenly I'd spent $400 and I was like, oh my God. The way I just woke up and spent $450 in about two minutes without even thinking (laughs) is crazy. I mean, the the shipping actually wasn't that bad to to be fair to Australia. If, If there is any Aussies listening, we know there is. Um, JB Hi-Fi, and I think that also maybe had something to do with your friend Shane that made this happen, but JB Hi-Fi are stocking, um, they're not stocking the, because there's obviously the Amazon exclusive versions, they're which is the step not swell. on JB, which, the step swell, but the other two versions for each album are on JB, reasonably priced, uh, and I think shipping locally, so... Yeah. Uh, if you, it, it still worked out cheaper to get the nine from the UK, but if there is any Aussies that don't want to deal with the UK shipping, JB Hi-Fi, um, pop on there and get them and hopefully they're in store as well. So that'd be nice to go in and, and see them physically in store on release day. Oh my God. I'll be going to all the stores and I'll be doing some visual merchandising. Yeah. 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 And then to add to that, the Step Store also have some merch to go along with the um, vinyl releases. So there's just some like tees and t-shirts for each album that you can get with bundles and things like that as well. A very exciting announcement as well. Track 7 is no more. It's now track 1, side B. Or the side B, <laughs> yes. track 1, sorry. One of them. Side B, track 1. Yeah. Side B, track yep. 1. Yes. Yep. It's been yep, elevated. That's true. Been elevated. Imagine opening the vinyl on the wrong side and like it just starts with she was older. <laughs> I can't wait for the for that. People are gonna discover it again because on a CD or on a playlist on Spotify, they're gonna they might skip past it or they might have already stopped listening, they moved on to another playlist. But if they actually sit through and play the album and then they flip it over, they play, like, Oh, this song. So it's going to have a, a renaissance again. That might have a Saltburn moment of like... May I was going to say maybe that is the Saltburn moment <laughs> of, of for Steps in 2024. Whose bathwater are you going to drink in that, that one happen. when that's on Brad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott, you have a bath, uh, don't you? Anyway. Um, I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just anyway, moving on. So... A shout out to Jamie, uh, who is 
a Steps fan, and he's he I think he's posted he posts a lot on Pop Justice. I'm always seeing. He was very observant and noticed that there's a remix by A1, the track Three Times a Lady. There is a remix by who was the remix? All Funk, All Funk Dub. All Funk's Dub, which when I did research, obviously A1 were managed by the same people that managed Steps. They were managed by um, Burn Blood. Uh, Burn Blood. And I had a look at the credits on the vinyl on Discogs, and I, I feel like it might have just been an in-house remix because there's nothing else on them that I could find of this of this particular DJ. But the remix that we're referring to has um, an element, a sample, or not a sample, I guess, because it came out before, of Baby Don't Dance. So prior to Steps recording it, A1 recorded like the the verse or of Baby Don't Dance, and it has ended up in this random remix from 2001. Of like a Motown cover. It's so random. It's just randomly just in there and... Again, great observation. Have you listened to it, Shane? I did, yeah, yeah. I saw it and I was like, what? What? What is this? Who would have thought 20-something years later, discovering new recorded step stuff or steps borrowed from A1? Like, I didn't know. So, who would have thought, eh? And that remix has been on YouTube. Like, it's it's been on there for years and I, I, it's funny how no one has picked it up. It's um, Simon Ellis co-wrote Baby Don't Dance and so someone on Twitter actually asked him and he said he had no idea A1's version even existed um, however the other co-writer Peter Cannon Cannon? Peter Cunner I think he also was in um, D-Ream as well Peter Cunner oh yes 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 he was he worked a lot with it so it's possible that he potentially wrote an early version and then he, him and Simon kind of reworked it for steps and you know it was just so long ago that Simon couldn't remember but um yeah if you haven't had a listen to it we will insert a clip here <laughs> Now, the biggest news of the the year, and we're the only decade. a month in, the decade, is a couple of years ago, Steps did mention in passing that they were wanting to do a musical, and nothing, there was talk about it, but then we didn't really hear much more, and then obviously Steps said they were going on a bit of a hiatus, so we didn't expect much. On Boxing Day, as we mentioned earlier, Steps posted that um, teaser on Instagram to say, be back soon. And it was in a shopping, in a supermarket. And everyone obviously was going, what the hell is this? There was a lot of conspiracy theories about it. What might be, is it just merch? Are they just like restocking the store? People were thinking there was a new album coming. There was a tour coming. Like there was a lot of conspiracies around this post. I had convinced myself uh, because I was... At one point, I was like, I'm sick of hearing all these fucking conspiracy theories. I was getting so annoyed by it. But then I convinced myself because I was like in the, in them. Denial. I was like, uh, no, I wasn't in denial. I was in like, I'm like, in, I'm in the conspiracy theories. But then sick of hearing everyone else's because mine was right. It wasn't right. Um, and mine was, they were going to uh, drop 
all of the singles on 7-inch vinyl and it was going to be a singles package. And I was like, oh, okay, they're going to feed us. They're going to absolutely feed us. But I was wrong. <laughs> After all of that conspiracy theory and what is it going to be? Are we just getting some new tote bags in the shop? Steps announced that they finally they finally confirmed that we are going to be getting a jukebox musical here and now. It follows the workers and patrons of a seaside superstore and it is opening this November in Birmingham. It is produced by the group Fascination, theatre company <laughs> Royo. Yeah, I feel like that's safe. Let's go with that. And music mogul Pete Waterman. It is due to be directed by the award-winning Rachel Kavanagh, who also did Half a Sixpence and The Great British Bake Off Musical, and is written by Sean Kitchener, who writes for Hollyoaks and was also the writer of the 2017 um, Unofficial Steps musical, 5678 The Musical. For now, it's running between the 9th and the 24th of November in Birmingham at the Alexander Theatre, with views to eventually head to the West End in 2025. Tickets and more information are available at thestepsmusical.com, and make sure you're also following uh, The Steps Musical on Instagram as well for all the latest updates. Scott Doll. What's the name of that Seaside Superstore? The name of the Seaside Superstore is the only supermarket to be shopping at this year. Better Best Bargains. <laughs> what a name. I can't wait. Do you know what? I can't wait for all the puns and like ultimate steps. And we're doing some amazing things on Twitter about that. Can we read some of these puns out? Yes, please do. Let please me read do. I love some of them. these puns out. I was chatting with um, uh, Matt from Ultimate Steps and because he asked me if you got some puns. One of the ones I came up with was to the beat of my heart and beat is spelled B-double-E-T. <laughs> oh, like beetroot. Yeah, like beetroot. Yeah. Um, we've got make it cheesy on me. Um, it's the way your spuds are peeled. Um, okay, okay, this is a bargain store, not a sex store. That, that no, would be funny. It, it's the way your spuds are peeled. Potatoes. Oh, it just sounded dirty when you said it. No, but like, it's... I think you're my, it's your mind. I think um, it's your mind. mind, yeah. You're about to go on a gay cruise, Atlantis gay cruise. You're, you're thinking of um, other stuff. Speaking of um, tarts, story of a tart. That's my autobiography. <laughs> There's quite a few here, there. Quite a few here. Uh, better fresh than rotten. Love's got a hold of my heart a choke. <laughs> I love that. And then they they actually said, oh, we can post this on our socials, but I got sent, um, it was like the back cover of, of um, gold. And so you can't, oh no, sorry, the back cover of Tears of the Dance Floor. So we've got number one, track one is Scared at a Quark. Track two is You Bake My Doll. Uh, <laughs> track three is Story of a Tart. Track four is Happy, spelt H-A-P-P-E-A. Happy, um, as in or happy. a P, like a P, like a P. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took a moment. It's better when you read it. Uh, number five was no more pears on the dance floor. Um, but I'm going to jump forward to track number eight, which is our name of our podcast. But this one was called Glitter and Mold. <laughs> oh. oh, podcast rebrand? I don't think. No, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I veto. No, 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 no. no but no. number ten is actually fun because we know the original track uh, number ten on. Tears on the dance floor is I will love again. Well, this is I'll love again. So I'll, the oh. word I'll, A, starting with A. Like yep. a supermarket aisle. Yep. Do you get yep. it, Brad? Yep. You're not laughing. Yep. Yep. Anyway, we'll funny. move on from that. 
We'll move on for that. How do we how do we feel about this announcement? So when I heard about it, I was a little bit skeptical. I'm naturally excited because it's Steps, and I love Steps, and I love seeing their songs, you know, being re-explored and reinterpreted, which is kind of similar to what we're doing, but in a different form. Not that I'm comparing us to the musical, but you know what I'm saying in terms of like it's a different interpretation. I don't know. I'm fully sold about Better Best Bargains. I would have preferred to see the musical be about Steps. I think there's Plenty of drama, say, around the split or whatever that you could apply the songs to. But I'm looking forward to seeing it come together. How about you, Shane? I think it's going to be camp. I think it's going to be funny. I cannot wait for there for there to be a scene where something happens. Maybe someone hurts himself and then the song is tragedy. Um, I can't wait for that because it'll just be hilarious. I can't wait for someone... There's a scene in the supermarket where someone flirts with someone... Or something happens and they're like, oh my god, there was something in his voice. I just can't believe that's the last thing I'm... I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for the integration of their lyrics into how this story is going to go. I think it's going to be camp and fun and hilarious. Will it be the next Wicked? No, but it could be the next Priscilla. And Priscilla is a hit. And so is Muriel's Wedding. Muriel's Wedding was a hit. So I actually think... It's going to be fun because the UK is going to embrace it. They know the songs. They're not going to choose. The songs that appear will be all bangers that they all know, that the audience knows to, to reach a wider audience. They're not going to be popping on experienced or, you know, happy or, you know, make it easy on me or never say never again or, you, you know, turn that. around or anything like that. No, they won't. They won't pop them on. They're not. They're not. The but I, I would love to see just at one point, because it's about a group of four friends, I think four teenagers or four early teenagers, and, one, and they're talking about, you know, their first experiences, and the, you just get a, she was older, and that's all you get. Yeah, and so we might get references like that for the fans, but it won't be the whole song. It'll be little references like that, because the fans will pick up on all of them, but then it will go into a hit that everybody knows, because it's based on the hits of Steps. I am here for it. I think, like Shane, it's going to be camp. It's. I think the UK will embrace it. I think they are doing a very smart move in putting it in a small theatre first. You, Brad, your comments about I wish it was about steps, I don't really understand, if I'm honest, because no, if you think about Mamma Mia isn't about ABBA, Fever Forever wasn't about the Spice Girls, the Take That musical isn't about Take That there's no musical that I can think of that uses a group's music that is about the band. A lot of the solo ones are Elvis, Cher, uh, Yeah, but Tina that, that's Elvis and Cher, hun. Come on. Like, I mean, I love Steps, but you think, do you genuinely think that if there was a musical about the history of Steps that they are going to, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it just, it. the point of a musical is to tell a story with music, to reinterpret that you know and uh, create a narrative around the lyrics and that sort of thing and create a new story the lyrics from the songs are designed to move the story along and if you think about the steps lyrics like like i mentioned with lusting on my mind it moves the story along that's how you that's how musical moves along so quickly so yeah i I see where you're coming from, Brad. It would be... I had a few people say the same to me about, oh, I want to hear about their story, but we kind of know their story. We know their story. We know their story. Like, we know the band's story because it happened in real life. So why not use their music to create some bloody cheesy goodness, is what I say. Camp goodness. Anyway. 
So when it was announced, Steps did explain on the musical that we've been lucky to do many things together as a band, but the question we get asked again and again is where is the Steps musical? Well, it's finally here and we couldn't be more excited. We've searched for the perfect story for our music and we found it in the aisle of a seaside superstore where four friends set out on their summer of love. It's a story of friendship, romance and community packed with our biggest hits and sure to have everybody laughing, crying and dancing in the aisles. We can't wait to open the doors this year and see you all there. Well, I think we've talked about the musical and just so our listeners know... We will be updating you as soon as we have updates of the musical throughout the year. They have given us content for this year. Not that we didn't have content already, but they have added us extra content for the year. So we'll be updating you on that. Now, we're going to talk about what's going on this episode. It's our birthday. Happy birthday to us. We're one. So we launched Glitter and Gold on February February the 11th. um, And our debut episode, Steptro, debuted a week later on the 20th. Uh, and since then, we've released 15 episodes discussing and dissecting our favourite band. So for our birthday party, we wanted you, our brilliant listeners, to help us celebrate. You would have seen on our socials and our stories and even a mini episode that we released last month asking everyone to send us a voice note, send us your questions, a DM with messages, that sort of stuff, and you have delivered. Oh, my God. Have Ezra, Oh, have my delivered. word. It, we have delivered. It's been fantastic. Some of the messages of people sending through. It's just been amazing. So we want to say a massive thank you to everyone who sent something in and we're going to pop the champers and get stuck into our for- first voice message. We absolutely squealed when this one landed in our inbox. This came through at about 4am while we were all asleep and we fucking died and then the message brought us back to life. Here it is. Hello, Scott, Shane and Brad. It is Claire from Stepped Here. I just wanted to wish you a very happy first birthday. Congratulations on the podcast. It's fantastic. I have listened to a few and um, I love it just as much as your listeners do. Um, I hope you are celebrating madly and I'm sure we will see you very soon at the next um, Steps thing, whenever that might be. Um, Lots of love from me and see you soon. So that's the episode. Deceased. <laughs> How do you tie I that? I am on? deceased. Yep. Um, I think that's the end of the podcast. Like we've peaked. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's Mission it. accomplished. Claire Richards, thank you so much for wishing us a very happy birthday. Your little cryptic message there, coming to see us at the next steps thing, whatever that may be, because we did receive this message before they dropped the uh, announcement of the musical. Well, 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 it's so nice to know the here and now and the hindsight of all that. Thank you so much for your love and support. We love and support you and the rest of the gang. And we're so happy to be here talking about you guys. And we're so happy that you love to listen to us talking about you. So my question for you, Claire Richards, when are you coming on, babes? When are you coming on next? Yeah, this is the first of many, we hope. First of many, we hope. Yes, 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 yes. When we did the interview with Steve, she was such a supporter of that particular episode and you know she then went in the vaults and found that video of her listening to the um trouser enthusiast mix for the first time and just she she's just she's been a real supporter of us over the last few months so yeah that message when we listened to it i was in bed and i i i just i shot out of bed like so quick and was just 
in shock. Like, it was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. For me, it's just like, Claire from Steps knows my name and knows my voice. That's like, when we first started doing the podcast, I know, look, I know, Shane, I know you've met her and Scott, maybe, you know, Scott, you haven't, but it's different. Like, I know it kind of, it's moments like that. And to be honest, moments like listening to all the messages that make doing the podcast, because it is a lot of work behind the scenes, you know, to Mm. produce and to write and to edit and it makes it all worth it. So Claire, thank you so much for taking the time to send us something. So we should move on to our second voice note now. Um, And we like, how do we top that from Claire Richards? Well, we have Eliza Day from This Is Disco. Hi, legends. Happy first birthday. Just um, getting ready to pop a bottle of bubbles in your honour as we speak. Um, It's Eliza Day here from This Is Disco. Now, as a Kylie and Danny podcast, Adam and I um, have obviously discussed the um, fabulous cover that Steps did of Kylie's Better the Devil You Know. Um, I think that's come up a few times, actually. But my question for you today, discuss amongst yourselves, if Steps were to cover a Danny song, which would obviously be iconic, which Danny song would you all choose? can be three, you can come to a consensus, however you wish. Anyway, have a fabulous celebration episode. Um, Exciting to hear and see what you have in store for us for your second year. Happy birthday. First of all, thank you so much, Eliza. We love This Is Disco. Honestly, that it is one of my personal favorite podcasts. I never miss an episode. So big so love to you and Adam. This question, when I heard it, I was like, ooh, this is a good question. Mm. We might be here for an hour. <laughs> Everyone always talks about Kylie, but I'm like, no, this is, you know, Danny's music is probably like more, I would say, in line sometimes with Steps' vibe. And when... I heard this question, I immediately thought of about five. But the one song that came to my mind straight away was Disremember. <gasps> yes! Took- oh my God. Are you saying the three of us had the same Holy- song? Holy. Did you Are have you that serious? as well, Yes. Brad? So I did I. Oh. <laughs> I would love to know your thoughts as to why you thought that oh as well. God. Like why? Yeah, Brad, maybe. Tell why, us your why thoughts. Did you think that's, that? that's amazing. We have not uh, coordinated this, by the way. No, no we did we not coordinate not. this at all. I, I was expecting 15 minutes of debate. I think there were so many lovely stacked harmonies. I think, you know, bring that into 2024. I know when I saw Danny at the Greyhound, when she did a warm up show for Take That, she kind of bookended her performance with this remembrance. And I hadn't really heard the song before that moment, but like, it's such a atmospheric song as well. Yep. It's probably one of the best in her uh, back catalog for me. And I just think like a steps version, like clear with those high notes, like, Oh my exactly. God, that would be amazing. What, Shane, are you in the same boat as me? Oh, hundred percent. Same boat. The stepsified version of Disremembrance would pop off. Absolutely pop off. I love, I absolutely love that. None of us had spoken about this question because we were saving it for the podcast and we hadn't spoken about our song and we all have the same fucking song. That's cute. It's actually really fucking cute. I don't actually know if we need to say any more, really. Oh, no, I've got some more. <laughs> just, just quickly. Um, my other one was Don't Want to Lose This Feeling. Yep. I think Steps. I think anything from Neon Knights actually would be, would suit Steps because a lot of that was done by Jules and Stone, yeah. who obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Steps work with, with um, the, the alias. 
Um, so I would say don't lose this feeling. So under pressure. Can you imagine Lisa yeah. on So Under Pressure? That's a forgotten one that people don't think about. And I love, I love that track. And there was another one. I also, I always have a soft spot for coconut. And I've got a friend of mine who always makes fun of me for that, but I love coconut. I love her version of coconut. So I would love a steps version of coconut with that hyperactive, like, um, instrumental in the background. If it was like steps in 1999, maybe this is it as well. Yep. I thought about that too. Scott, you and I are on the same path as we normally always are. The other one was You Won't Forget About Me. But these are all, they'll be steps covers with a Lisa lead vocal is the way I see it. A Lisa-led vocal with Claire doing the high notes and, and all that sort of stuff. How do you think about that, Eliza? Send us your answer yeah, in the let socials. Us know your let, thoughts. let us know your thoughts. So our next birthday wish is from Carla from Spain, who sent us a message on Facebook, a written message. I'm going to read it out for, for you all. My name is Carla, and I listen to you guys from Spain. I was surprised when I found out that one of you had uh, shipped Lisa and Lee in the old days, which means... Lisa and Lee were a couple, I think, is what she's trying to say there. Brad, you said that in an episode a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, I've got the My theory. theory always was that they had a thing at the beginning of the group, the orange dress, ha, ha, ha. Some looks, some interviews, last thing on my mind, and the tragedy video. But obviously things didn't work out, and they remained friends, and Lisa met her husband. By the way, I love your podcast. It was my number one on Spotify. Congrats on the first birthday. Lots of love. Oh, thank you so much for that, Carla. Now, Brad... I can see you frothing at the bit to say something. What do you have to say? You may have noticed that I've kind of veered away from the whole Lisa and Lee ship thing. To be honest, it's because, like, they're both married with kids now. It does feel a little bit, you know, over overdone by me. So I've kind of, as much as, look, maybe they had a thing, maybe they didn't. Who's to say? It Whatever it may or may not have been, you know, they've, they're great friends. Lisa did a lovely post for Lee's birthday. You know, sometimes it's time to let go because, baby, you know some things are. (laughs) (laughs) Better best forgotten. (laughs) I think Carla's given you permission to have one last hurrah about it, and you've just had Mm. that. And now we can move on to our next birthday wish, which is actually from Gracie Bow. Gracie sent us a message on Instagram saying, Happy first birthday. Love your Instagram and podcast. So happy to see people who love Steps as much as me. Your Instagram is fabulous. Oh, thank you so much, Gracie. We love the message. Gracie is always... Um, I, I recognize her username because she's always one of the first to like our posts as well. I see you, Gracie. Thank you. Our next voice note is from a long-time listener, long-time Steps lover, Another international guest who we uh, have spoken about and shouted out on the pod before, who I have had the pleasure to meet a couple of times, the wonderful David from Chicago. Happy birthday, Glitter and Gold podcast. It's David from Chicago wishing you all the best. Shane, Scott, and Brad, I just want to thank you for all you've done this past year. Your cornucopia of steps knowledge continues to impress me and everyone around the world. As an international fan, it's amazing how you have united everyone from the UK and beyond with everything you have done with this podcast. I know you all love a good steps pun, so let me do my part by saying, even though I am older, older by years, you three are everything that matters to me. And you three are also happy-go-lucky that words are not enough sometimes to say that you three light up my world. Who knows what the future holds, but I look forward 
just having you three take me for a ride. And when the next podcast comes, I too will be a runner coming to listen to it. Happy birthday, my loves. That was brilliant. Thank you, David. Uh, Hopefully... I get to see, and I will be actually seeing David um, in May this year because I'm popping over to the UK to see Girls Aloud. So he'll be there at the same concert we're seeing the show actually together. So we will uh, in Manchester. So um, I will give him a big hug and cuddle for that. But thank you so much for that birthday message. I think we should redo our America episode and get David from Chicago on as a special guest. I love that idea. I think we've um, we've had people call. We've had people message in from all over the world and. Obviously, we did the America episode and we did the Australian Lens one. So I'd love to explore countries that, you know, we don't really know much about. Like, I'd love to know Canada, New Zealand, South Africa, Ireland, Scotland. I'd love to do all of them. So we've had, we've heard from Spain, Chicago. Now let's go to Southeast Asia for our next voicemail. Hi, Glitter and Gold Steps podcast. This is Eric from Steps Southeast Asia Facebook group. Wishing you guys a very happy, wonderful First birthday, wow, it's been a year since you guys made a debut. Thank you for always, you know, showering us uh, Steps fans all over the world with your beautiful insights, amazing discoveries. Uh, I look forward to many, many uh, podcasts in the future. Thank you. Oh, Eric. And can I give a shout out to Eric? When we launched, we love Eric. We love him. When we launched the podcast, he emailed us straight away and was so supportive and was so excited. So we want to do, like, we want to talk about steps in other countries, you know, like we said, we've done Australia, we've done America. So you never know, Eric, when we do Southeast Asia, we might have to get you on. Thank you, Eric. That was so lovely. And thank you for your support always. Um, Not only just here on our podcast, but of other fan groups on Facebook. Like you, I know you follow the Steps Australia um, Facebook page as well and so forth. So thank you for that. We appreciate it. So our next voice note comes from a fellow pop music podcaster, one of our favorite podcasters, uh, Joel from Right Back At Ya, who I will say heavily influences this podcast. And we love that. And we love the boys over at Right Back At Ya. So have a listen. Hi boys, it's Joel here from Right Back At Ya, the 2000s pop music podcast, sending you a big step-tacular first birthday. Now, my question is, I love steps nearly as much as you guys, and I am constantly mourning the loss of the Feifei, the Fey Toes a solo album that we never got. We still could get it. I'm still hoping for it alongside Steps continuing their activity, obviously. But if Alfe had released a debut solo album around 2002, what do you think it would have sounded like? Or what would you want it to have sounded like? And then other than that, guys, I'm sure you're already talking about it in this episode. But what does Steps mean with their Be Back Soon message? <laughs> it cuts off at the end though unfortunately thank you so yeah. much joel it was also such a pleasure i got to catch up with david at uh, tom Aspool. yes you did too when david was in australia so that was it was brilliant to see him when he was down so i've thought a lot about this for me i go to holly valance state of mind Ooh. i want 
Like, I okay. think she would have sounded so good doing that kind of sound. She was rocking the red hair, like a little bit alternative steps. Like, that is what I envision for Faye, the pop star. Where do you guys go? Yeah, so if Faye had released a solo debut album around 2002, 2003, I think it would be in the vein or the similar sound of uh, our pop girly like Natalie Imbruglia. That's my sound and my take on that. Is she would have gone the mature pop route, releasing radio-friendly pop songs, leaning into that, I'm from Steps, but this is my sound, which is slightly different to Steps, but still pop, and keeping it, you know, friendly for everybody, not just, you know... um, but also with a little bit of gay twinge in there as well to keep the gays on side. <laughs> so maybe a combination of Holly Valance and Natalie Imbruglia. I mean, they both came from Neighbours. So, you know, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. If it was 2002, I agree with the Natalie Imbruglia reference because I, th- I remember at the time Faye like always sort of said she was into that more kind of guitar rock sound. That's what she listened to in her, like, you know, in her personal life. But... I just want to throw a curveball here. Can you imagine Faye going down the Martine McCutcheon like um, route, but not the first album? You know, like and David and I know David and Joel would appreciate this when <laughs> she did like the on on the radio yeah. like disco thing. Yeah. Can you imagine Faye? I would. I could see uh, Faye doing that. I could that. imagine her. I could imagine Faye doing that, but it wouldn't be too much of a jump from Steps' sort of disco part that they had mm. sort of the end of like in two thousand two thousand and one where they had Stomp and stuff like that, but. Faye could put her own solo swing on it as well, which would be camp as. Absolutely. But uh, the one thing that I'm still wanting from Faye is I'm quite surprised that she's never done like a musical theatre type album. You know, like what Kimberly Walsh did from Girls Aloud or Mel C did the Stages album because obviously, you know, Faye's done so much theatre work. I could see her doing a sort of musical theatre album at some point. And, you know, I'm still manifesting that we do get that one day. Thank you very much for that, Joel from Right Back Hatcher. We love you. Our next message is from Jay on Instagram, who's written us a little message that I'll read out for you now. Happy birthday to Glitter and Gold Pod. Listen from the beginning and loving it. I do have a question for you. I wanted to know, is there any other song or songs from other bands or singers at the time of the OG era of Steps that Steps could have recorded and made better? And also, a lot of your personal stories about growing up gay resonate with us. Mad to think that at the time we grew up thinking this was the only fi- we were the only ones feeling like that. Thank you so much for sharing, Jay. Also, I'm not going to put that in there. <laughs> to... No, you will because he no, wrote you, it in the message. It <laughs> you wrote All right, it, I will put it in there. You have Let's to say stroke it, his ego for the yeah. gays, for the thirsty gays. Jay ends the message with, also, who knew Scott was such a hottie? <laughs> oh, I think the podcast just ended then. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Scott's going <laughs> what to are we fans. What are we... <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. I very much appreciate that. That was in response. I posted a video of me asking for messages and he responded to that. And, you know, thank you very much, Jay. I appreciate Thirsty. it. Thirsty. What do we think of Scott's... Uh, sorry. What do we think of Jay's... Thirst for Scott. Question. What, what songs around the time that came out from other bands that Steps could have covered and made better? I've got a couple of suggestions here. You both know me. I I believe you both know I've got a playlist on Spotify called S8, which is just my playlist of, you know, songs that Steps should cover. And one of them was inspired by a post by Can't Stop the Pop. About the song, they've said, Scooch can lay claim to the best song Steps never recorded and Whisper It, one which is better than many that they did. 
and I'm inclined to agree with them. If you guys haven't heard it, it's More Than I Needed to Know by Scooch. Oh, otherwise known as The Poor Man's Last Thing on My Mind. But anyway, Scooch are fine. Scooch are fine. As a lot of Steps fans in the UK would probably say, they have their moment, but they're a poor man's Steps. Moving on. The other one I had was um, most of S Club Junior's singles, I think, would have really suited Steps. Full No More, I can see. Full No More. Yeah. I could see that. I would have also loved One Step Closer. One Step Closer is what I was going to say. One Step Closer would have worked. Um, I would have actually loved to have seen Steps cover Westlife's Flying Without Wings. Westlife did a fucking amazing version of that, but I would love to see a Steps version, a Stepsified version of that. Or even, um, not saying that they would make it better, I'm just saying I'd love to see a Steps version of that. If any, for people that can't see the video, Brad and I, our eyes just went like. We're, it's such a shame. You don't we're, agree? We're all on the same page no. with Danny, but we're just all in different books for this one, I think. The other one I thought um, they could make really well is, do you remember that it came out? I think they only released a couple of songs, released a couple of songs, uh, a band called Girl Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yes. I if they was going to say that. Top, yeah. Yes. Well, (laughs) Girls on Top wouldn't work because it's like, you know, but last one standing or there's, there's a few tracks on that Girl Thing album that actually I could see Steps doing. Young, Free and Happy. I really love that song. It's like a Mm. more ballady. um, It was actually a single here in Australia, random fact. Um, I could see that. Yeah. Scott, was that what you were going to go with or... No, well, yeah, it's funny that Shane and I also randomly thought girl thing, but I was going to say, we said this in an episode last year, I Need Somebody by Butter. Yes. Oh, hell yes. Hell I stand by that. Yes. Yeah, see, I'm thinking just UK-centric. Mm. Let's broaden our mind to Down mm. Under. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I Need Somebody by Bardo. Hello, yeah. that's a great yeah. suggestion. Yeah. If we're going yeah. down that 100%. segue, can I just, and I, this is not the bands from the OG era, era Claire Richards... Euphoria Part 2, Raining Diamonds by Ricky Lee. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Or what about Steps covering Jack, Jack, Jackie? That could be camp. Yes. Jackie, it's definitely going to be camp. My yeah. soul in the candlelight. Yes. And it's gender neutral. Yes. Oh, Jackie. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're moving on from that. So, Fascination, if you're listening, we've just given you a whole new album. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, if you're listening, please take notes. We'll move on from that. Thank you so much, Jay. Your message and your question ignited a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate the Moving comment. on to Joe from London, who sent us a voice note on Instagram. Hey, Shane, Scott and Brad, how are you doing? Uh, I'm uh, one of your uh, great uh, followers, uh, Joe, from London, the UK, and it's been a great year for you guys. Uh, I've loved every moment of every minute of any of your episodes. Uh, great entertainment and just great to extend the uh, Steps community. That is the great community that it is. And a happy first uh, birthday. Uh, it's all good and all well. And just really pleased and chuffed for you guys there. And a couple of questions. Um, uh, I have visited Australia uh, before. I love the place, but we're at home, which is probably why I really love your podcasts as well. That's just another uh, note of it. But do you have any plans to come to the UK, um, more specifically London? And secondly, um, Steps are very known to be very much of a guilty pleasure, uh, especially by the name of their perfume they had. So the three of you, um, apart from Steps, um, <laughs> 
Do you three have any other guilty pleasures uh, that you can reveal to us? And again, thanks for a great year. Hope it um, goes on uh, into the next and even the next few years. Love you and leave yous. Oh, well, thank you very much for that, Joe. I think <clears throat> I think we've all got some guilty pleasures. Some that we can say on the podcast and some, some that, that we, we can't say on this podcast. Cannot <laughs> say on the podcast. Or if we do, we need to put a disclaimer or make it a Patreon for it because you've got to pay for that. Um, but I will say one guilty pleasure I absolutely love, and this will resonate with UK fans, is I kind of love watching old episodes of Prisoner and Wentworth. Like, I can watch that if it comes on... It's like a real guilty pleasure, and it's not like anything to be shamed about because I know it's super popular, but I'm still obsessed. Like at the moment, we have Foxtel here, which is like cable TV, and they have a channel called Box Sets, and it's just constantly playing Wentworth. So I'm like, what am I going to watch? <laughs> Let's just put Wentworth on. <gasps> yes, the freak is killing someone today, and I'm here for it. So um, yeah, that would be a guilty pleasure of mine, amongst other things which I'm not going to mention. In terms of plans of coming to the UK, I did just mention before I'm going to be in the UK for Girls Aloud in May, June. I don't know if I'll make it to London too much, but we definitely Scott and I always have plans to come to the UK of the last couple of years. Brad, I can't speak for you, but you can. No, I'm speak lazy for you now. Yeah, I'm, I'm lazy. No, because you're going on a gay cruise and then you're going to Japan. And then New Zealand, and I'm going to Bali. All my leave is booked for the year. So this whole Steps musical business has been very inconvenient because I've booked out all my leave. But you never <gasps> Take know. A week. Yeah, Bye you never. I've, I've been, you know, hoarding points like a madman for the last year. So maybe I'll sneak in and come with you guys to the UK, to Birmingham. I'd love to also meet all the other Steps fans and listeners who are listening. Joe, mm. you've got a very nice voice. I want to give a shout out to Joe because he is literally one of our most loyal listeners. He, as soon as we drop an episode, he's listening, he's posting on Twitter and Instagram that he's listening to the episode. He's just, is one of our OG loyal listeners. So big shout out and thank you, Joe, for your support. Um, yeah, I go to London every year, so I will be there either, either sort of mid-year. I like to go during the summertime um, or definitely I want to try and get there for the Steps musical launch. I think we just, how can we not? Like, we just have to try and make it happen. We have to. And Guilty Pleasures, It's fun. sometimes Shane and I are very much in sync because I'm also a prisoner. <laughs> and there is a, there's a channel on um, 10Play, which is like an app that just plays Prisoner on loop, and I will sometimes watch that. But also on the Channel 7 app, they've now just added the first year of home and away episodes and i loved home and away as a kid and sometimes i just put that on <laughs> Gosh. that's revealing way too much we're not we're not that in sync i'll stop you there with home and away <laughs> pulling it back to steps though randomly fact because he mentioned guilty pleasure that was actually originally the name of this podcast yes. actually that is true guilty pleasures was the first name of the podcast and then we just yeah in our first episode we <laughs> None we of us could fucking say it right, gold. so we just kept no. saying glitter and gold, so we stuck with yep. glitter and gold. It was between Guilty Pleasure and Glitter and Gold, we decided on Guilty Pleasure, but then when we recorded the demo <laughs> of the first episode, we kept saying glitter and gold. And <laughs> we like, just kept like, it. Maybe should just be the glitter and gold. So, fun fact for you all. My Guilty Pleasure would be, uh, we actually just mentioned them, like, I love those, like, I loved, there's someone who posted up the old episodes of uh, Pop Stars Australia. So, like, Bardo, Scandalous, Scott Kane, like, I just, like... I'm obsessed with that kind of early noughties kind of era of pop music. Anything related to that. Like, I used to write for Oz Pop, which is a 
which was a website back in the day. I got to do all these like retro interviews with like people from Five and people, someone from Mercury Four, and I got to really live out my guilty pleasure fantasy. So, yeah. Let's move a little bit closer to home, and our next message comes from someone that I know in Adelaide. His name is Fraser. Hey boys, it's Fraser of Adelaide here. Yes, the one who cried when he saw Claire perform uh, at Via in Manchester with Shane last year. Uh, yes, Shane, I absolutely did froth when I heard you call me out. Uh, <laughs> so I love that. Um, just wanted to say I love listening to your podcast. Um, gets me through long plane trips and car drives, and I look forward to every episode genuinely because it's so much fun. Thanks for everything that you do and all the work you put into the research. Uh, can't wait to listen to many more this year. Um, take care. Bye. Oh, thank you so much, Fraser. That is absolute music to our ears. I know you're a fan. I know you. We've discussed this offline and um, uh, thank you so much for sending that message through. We're so happy that you love the work that we do. Um, let me tell the team and let me tell everyone about your little antics when we saw Via. Um, sorry, when we saw Claire at Via. You were like a little schoolgirl because this was the first time ever he'd seen anyone from Steps live perform. So, for him, as someone who had seen has seen Steps before, I actually took a lot of joy in seeing how happy he was, and he actually did cry. <laughs> there were some tears afterwards, and he was so close to her and had such a, an amazing time. So, um, we had a lot of fun that night at Via. Claire did a great set, and we are so happy that you enjoyed the podcast, and we can't wait to give you more content this year, and I'll see you next time, babes, because I'll probably see you in a few weeks. So... Our next message is from Steve, who runs the Phenomenal Steps Instagram. He sent us a lovely message that we I'm going to read out for you. Dear Glitterpod guys, happy first birthday. I just want to take a moment to say how absolutely fantastic, steptacular your podcast is. It's been such a joy listening to all the amazing memories about Steps and reliving those iconic moments with you. It's great hearing your stories. As you celebrate this milestone, I want to wish you all the best for the podcast in 2024 and beyond. May the Glitter Pod continue to shine brightly and bring laughter, nostalgia, and joy to all our listeners. Cheers to another amazing year of glittery goodness. All the best, Steve. Oh, thanks, Steve. I love the Phenomenal Steps Instagram page. It's got so many <sighs> great too. photos from like the early days of the band. Like, yep. And one of my favorites, it's got a photo of Bailey and Claire in Sydney. And they're all in their day clothes. Like, Lee's got wearing a backwards, like, hat, like a cool guy instead of, you know, his yellow outfit and face and overalls. And there's just a lot of great treasures that Steve has captured for us. So, yeah, we love your work, Steve. Thank you so much for that, Steve. That was absolutely wonderful. Now, let's move on to our next voice note. This voice note is from Robert. What's up, guys? This is Robert O'Connor. I'm a day one Steps fan. I'm a day one Glitter and Gold fan. And I'm also a day one H and Claire website owner. I don't know if that's something to brag about, but I started my H and Claire website, handclaire.net, minutes after the duo announced their formation on CD UK. So you know who you're going to call when you get to that inevitable H and Claire episode. That's right. Thank you so much for keeping me entertained on my commutes over the last year. You were my number one podcast on Spotify. It's absolutely top tier quality stuff, boys. And I think you have just scratched the surface. Talk to you soon. Oh, thank you, Robert. And also a shout out, Robert. He is a musician and he's got so much 
music on Spotify if you haven't had a chance to check him out. And he works with Gareth Shortland. Oh. He produces a lot of his stuff. So if you haven't had a chance, pop on Spotify, search Robert O'Connor. Um, he And I think he's doing a new album at the moment with Gareth. Oh, thank you, Robert. That's so fantastic. Um, thank you for your support. And you talk about H and Claire. Well, I think H and Claire is one of our episode suggestions for the upcoming year. Yep. So we will yep. probably hook up with you for that episode and get your yep. insight because I think that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, because we haven't even touched on the Hedge and Claire era. We wanted to, because the album turned 21 last year, but then it was around the same time Claire's album came out and then we did the Steve interview, so it just didn't work. We were we were tentatively going to do it, but definitely this year we're going to try our best to cover it. So our next voice note is from another podcast friend of ours, Maddie and Craig at Can't Stop the Pop. Hey guys, it's Matty and Craig here from Can't Stop the Pop. We are loving what you've been doing the past year with your interviews and keeping the steps buzz alive. I like that little joke. So our question from one pop podcast to another is what big songs from either the 90s or the current era do you think steps could have or should have recorded their own version of? We think we we wanted to, to do a suggestion that we thought you would really appreciate. So we think... Believe Again by Delta Goodrum, because we know Steps love ransacking Delta Goodrum's back catalogue. And this is one song they definitely should have done. What do you think? You should have seen Scott's Scott's eyes light up when you said that. (laughs) That's a brilliant suggestion. Okay. Um, First of all, thank you, Maddie and Craig. We love you. Um, My suggestions for Delta Goodrum songs for them to cover next. Adam, if you're listening... Wings. Imagine wings. Imagine. Scott, that was literally in my notes that we should just do like we should just choose a Delta Scott song, and for me it was yep. wings as well. I, when the only yep. other one would be sitting on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. Those yep. two. If we're gonna go, go yep. down Delta, um, when Claire actually released a track listing for My Wildest Dreams, and there was a song called These Wings was on it, I was really, really hoping it was wings. So mm. yeah, definitely we need more Delta in Steps' lives. Do we have any other big songs from the 90s or current era that you think Steps could have done? I've got a whole playlist, but I'm trying to be pick and choose and not go for two hours. But, you know, just find my account on Spotify and you can, you know, hear my suggestions for Steps 8. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There is a song that Beverly Knight has recorded that there's a great remix of. It's called um, Soul Survivor. Okay. And I actually think... That a steps version of Soul Survivor, it came out I think in like 2010, maybe the song did, would like a stepsified version of that would just pop off. I think that version, that song, would I would love to hear um, a Soul Survivor popped off from like from a steps angle. I also have another Delta song, and it's a bit of a deep cut. So Shane, you may not know, but Scott, you definitely will. I would love to hear Steps do Last Night on Earth. Yes, I could hear Claire taking the uh, the lead on like that. Like, with the drama and the verses well. and the, you know, the metaphors, yeah. I think that would be brilliant. I would also like to just throw a spanner in the works there. Let's just have a Steps version of Scream and Shout by Will I Am and Britney. <laughs> Can Lisa do the Britney bitch bit? <laughs> yes, exactly. See, how funny would that be? Well, like, be? we're B-less bitch. <laughs> I, I I would also like, um, and they're on fascination as well. So you know this could happen. I 
love not giving up by the yes Saturdays. oh that would yeah. be brilliant and i could see i mean there's a lot of the saturday's discography that i could see steps yeah. doing but not giving up in particular imagine all fight up yeah. oh my god yeah imagine oh my a god steps version of all fight up oh so thank you so much for that maddie and craig at can't stop the pop um you definitely ignited a conversation with us there our next message comes to us from belfast from sarah lehman Hi guys, a big hello from Belfast in Northern Ireland. Just want to say how much I really love your podcast. I've been a huge Steps fan since I was nine years old and it's been so interesting to hear about the journey they had in Australia along with all the other facts and just to share in the joy of people who love Steps just as much as I do. So I'm really looking forward to another year of your podcast and I can't wait to hear the episode. So keep up the great work and congratulations on such a lovely podcast. Bye. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. That is so lovely for you to send that through to us. And we're glad that you love the podcast. Can I just say these voice notes that we've had so far with all like from the United Kingdom, from Ireland, from Northern Ireland, from Spain, Spain, United States, Chicago. is what I meant to say, not the United Kingdom, um, from, yeah, from, from Australia, from Adelaide. It's just so, we're international, babes. Like how we're great is that? Hun. We are. Yeah. Well, I think... For now, that is the end of part one of our birthday episode. Um, we will come back to you with part two very soon and some more voice notes from other people who have sent us well wishes. Yes, there's there's on it. There's so many that we have to break this up into two. We'll be here for three hours. Let's put some plugs in. Here and Now is going to be playing from the 9th to the 24th of November at the Alexandra Theatre in Birmingham. For more info, go to thestepsmusical.com. Priority tickets are going on sale on Feb 8th with general on the general public on sale on the 9th. If you want to get your Steps finals, head over to the Steps official Instagram and follow the links for their, in their handle, link in bio. 5678 The Steps Experience. If you can't wait till November for a live Steps Experience, you can follow 5678 The Steps Experience on Instagram at the 5678 show and go to one of their shows for a fabulous night out. For us, you can give us a like, rate, or subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast fix from. Don't forget to follow us at Glitter Steps Pod on Instagram, X, TikTok, wherever you follow us on the socials. You can follow me at Stepmeister on Instagram or StepmeisterOZ on X. Scott, where can they get you? Yeah, you can follow me at Steps Collection underscore on Instagram, Bradley. You can follow me at Brad Schmerling on Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for our part one birthday message. We'll be coming back to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.